Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the DPAP Podcast. Uh, we just want to thank you for listening and to make sure that you like, subscribe, and comment. Uh, we look forward to your feedback. Enjoy the episode. Anything that isn't American, that isn't Brazilian. So, typical like blue belt fry. Uh, but, and this all came off of my comment that like, Greg Jones had a better whip, trash talking uh, Barbosa, because he made the joke about like he's winning fights without his eyes even open. Yeah. yeah making yeah. a hit at him, like passing out in the match. And Barbosa comes back like, I'm not only going to make him tap. I'm going to kill him like in blood sport. Okay. All right. Yeah. Brazilians suck at trash talk. They do. They get real mad real fast, and it just it, it goes violent. There's no nuance. <laughs> yeah. The, there was a bunch of great comments. Like, like um, Craig Jones is going to pull out of the match for being too high, but <laughs> but he'll take the match anyway, even though Lucas Barbosa's high eyes trunable. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I mean, so this match when when is this match? Is it coming up soon? Yeah, Greg Jones broke his hand jerking someone. Oh, that's right, that's right. So yeah, he, he's, he's out. out, and now it's. I think I made a comment that. Uh, oh, it's that dude with the full eyebrow that you like was wondering is fighting Barbosa. Yeah, or someone, somebody else. Well, they had to get somebody else because of the the hand fracture. How do you break your hand, though? What was like? He never admitted as to why he broke his hand. Barbosa sucks. He's all wrestling. He's bully wrestling. Yeah, and, but Craig Jones, when he broke his hand, he never admitted as to how he broke his hand. He just said that he broke and that he had to pull out, jerking someone off. <laughs> <laughs> So whose dick do you think it was? Do you think it was Danaher's or do you think it was Gordon's? I'm going to assume either Bernardo Fabrino or Adam <laughs> Warzak. Waziak or however you say him. I'm just hoping if it's Nikki that Nikki is of age. That's that's my only concern. I don't want him getting caught up in a... Nikki Ryan's age now. Actually, I, I didn't even know this, but I saw he got his black belt recently. I think I saw that too. Like the start of like lockdown. Yeah, like he turned he turned nineteen or twenty where he falls into the IBJJF rule set, which is kind of weird if you think about it. Him, Gordon, Craig, none of them, or actually even competing IBJJF, which is part of the issue with this racist guy. He's like, um, Craig Jones won the little squabble with a better uh, joke. Um, and not going full kilt blood sport. But his point is like Craig Jones has never won anything of nature. He won stuff at color belt, but he jumped once he got his black belt, he jumped into super fights right away. Right away. The same thing with the Mika Gavallo kid. Same thing with Nikki Ryan. Same thing with Well, Mikey Mesadushi did win a few world titles before going into no gi ADCC. Um, there's a few guys who did win stuff, but Craig Jones is looking at it like there's money here, right? They winning Nogi Worlds. There's no money. You get a title and you get a chance that maybe you could score some sponsorships. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's why all those BDS guys don't buy the whole IBJJF tournament bracket thing because it's like all those tournaments you have to like you prepare, you pay to it's get ex- in. You've seen you, them? I mean, no, I mean I've seen. It's clips. like sixteen man brackets. I looks exhausting just looking at it. And it's just like killer after killer. <laughs> I sent you the bracket for ADCC when Andre won it. Those are eight-man brackets. Mm-hmm. Nogi World's a 16-man bracket, except for those few divisions that are like like heavyweight. Doesn't always have 16. You yeah. know this. Yeah. Um, super, super lightweight. Yeah. Doesn't always have 16 because uh, we don't have that many, that many grown people. males that weigh 85 pounds. <laughs> Grown men in heavy quotations. <laughs> you cut for this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a guy who walks around at 195, just like shaves off 60 pounds, and then decides that he wants to start competing at 135. Like, that I doesn't mean, happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine it. Like, you see the guys who have no legs. Yeah. Like, I can imagine them, like, making the 85 pound division. Like, that wouldn't surprise me. But (laughs) didn't they do that in like arm wrestling competitions? Like there'd be Russian dudes who would like lob off an arm and just have a jacked right arm for like to make a weight for a bracket. Yeah. I've heard stories like I don't know if that's like true. I've just heard that before. I mean, if you were like, I didn't meet Demetrius Johnson, but I met. I think I met Joseph Benavides or someone else who was a fly rat at the Arnold Expo in New Lake. Yeah, he's he's every it's like, bit of that weight. He's your tiny. kid, your kids with your genetics will probably be bigger than them at fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> with the food that we're feeding them, his kid's gonna come out to be a super heavyweight by the time he's like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you, do you go, do you like, do you remember the kid in grade school who was totally like hit puberty like way before everyone else by like five years? It was usually the, And he looked so out of place. The mustache. They always had a mustache or, or really like cool thick sideburns that were like formable. And you're yeah. like, you're, you're like in seventh grade. Like what's happening? <laughs> Boy, he hit puberty. Not only was he like hitting puberty before people, he was also like kind of freakishly mountain sized. The, the kids that I knew like that were, they were always taller. They were always bigger kids. I always we assumed them they basement just, kids. <laughs> basement kids. It's, uh, like a few buddies of mine, I know this guy. Well, I don't know him anymore because he blocked me on Facebook, even though I like, I sent him money and stuff like that because I didn't want him working in a, a hot air vent, an active hot air vent. <laughs> so I was like, you need money for tools? To basically get out of like hot air vent work where you basically they hired you because you're gonna take fifteen dollars an hour and possibly die. <laughs> Part of the job. Um, so I sent him some money. I actually sent him money twice. I sent him money so he could have his kid to give his kid a birthday party one time. And I sent him money so he could get tools to be a mechanic at the same place and work on um planes. Sounds like a dope job. It sounds like a career long term. Uh, um, Cause he got arrested like eight, nine years ago. Right? And he still thinks it's haunting him. 
It only stays on your record for what? Three to five years? Yeah. So it, was it a felony or was it a misdemeanor? Yeah. We, he thinks the FBI is watching him. Right? A hot air vent worker. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like Ray Liotta and Goodfellas. <laughs> they did that so good in that movie. But yeah, he thinks the FBI is watching him because he got a, a handgun charge like eight, nine years ago. And he didn't even serve. He like did the whole like weekend county thing. And then that was it. Probation. Which is kind of like a good sign, man. You get off easy. But then he had some like ex-girlfriend. His whole backstory is insane. He had some ex-girlfriend snitch on him. And actually his baby mama cheated on him with the pizza delivery guy. Like I'm not even making this up. It sounds straight out of a porno. Um, yeah, anyway. Such a sad existence. Um, <laughs> the point I'm getting at is he's... His current girlfriend has a child that's older than him. <laughs> Did he block you because you made He's a comment like, about it? <laughs> did that say remedial? Your, um, your stepson can kick your ass. <laughs> yo, it's kind of strange. The girlfriend was dating this guy who was that, that kid's father. And he was like in his 40s, 50s. He died. I don't know how. Murder. Um, he was murdered. No, I'm Probably, I don't know. I'm, for whatever reason, I'm thinking like infection from a, a tattoo needle. I, I don't know why I heard that story, but I think they, that's what actually happened. Oh my god, <laughs> things don't make sense in Kansas. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So she took custody of this kid that's actually even older than her because of whatever this is, this, and he's like. Not capable or whatever like that. Anyway, he dates this girl who has a, a son that actually graduated a year before him in high school. <laughs> so just think about that. Like, there is no actual pretense where, like, say they get married, everything else like that. Yeah. Where he, this kid will ever call him dad. No, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. This is like, this is strictly. First name basis, like like forever. (laughs) Like like imagine like going in. Bill, Fred. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine going in to, uh, on a first date and you meet like this girl's like son and he's like, oh, I remember you from high school. (laughs) He graduated the year before me. (laughs) (laughs) But whatever, this is this. He did live in a basement for a while, so we called him Basement Kid. Uh Uh-huh. So basement kid is now um, deemed like the overgrown kid in, in in grade school, the kid who's like six two in like fourth grade, yeah. and you're just like you totally befriend him because he's gonna be able to reach the high things in the classroom that you can't get your hands on. Yeah, you also probably have a driver's license before you just on default. He's yeah. the same age as you, but you'll just get one. <laughs> He'll be the guy that drives you around. Has your back in fights. Like, that's, you need that person on your side. You need basement kids on your side. Like, uh, there was this one, like, that's what we, I mean, even in college, the equivalent yeah. of a basement kid was this guy who was the only person of legal age to buy liquor in the entire, like, dormitory, and he was our roommate. Uh, so, like, this guy, you know, yeah. full beard, mustache, and buying us, you know, smearing off vodka on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. 
did your basement kid also look like he never got sunlight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you questioned like maybe he's a vampire at one point. He was super pale and he was not from <laughs> not from, he was not from New York. I went to school in Queens. He was not from New York. He was he was from like the Midwest. He was, and he was Puerto Rican, but somehow super pale. <laughs> no, this this kid was white. This kid was white as the driven snow and uh his facial hair like was brown, but because of the way it grew out of his face, it looked red because he was so white. So even though he had brown hair, it looked red, and he looked like he lived in a basement, and he was by far at least three <laughs> to four years older than anybody there. <laughs> oh, my God, basement kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he, this guy blocked me. I, I'd consider him a friend at one point, but, like, he posted some old memes, like the same meme several times in a row, <laughs> and I made like some like snarky joke, like, oh, like very fresh meme you got here, <laughs> and he blocked me, and he blocked all of our other like group of like internet friends that admin this group and stuff like that. But like the other weird thing is like one of those friends did actually serve prison time, um, but. He got his shit together once he got out. This, this, and this. He's doing great. He just bought a house, um, I think, a week ago. Um, he's married, has kids, everything else like that. And he did all the shit together. But, yeah, guy with basement kid is just like some fucking... I got an open container of summons like four or five years ago, and I haven't been able to live it down yet. <laughs> It's ruined my life. Oh my god! <laughs> At some point, you got to take responsibility, you know, and just be like, "Yeah, that happened," but you know, now it's time for me to do something else, something more constructive with my life. There's people like that all the time, though, that just kind of like hang on to that one thing, make it their identity, and then can't really move past it or grow from it. There was a there was a bunch of kids like that that when I grew up. I mean, that's kind of granted. They their mistakes were that they had children in high school. It's, <laughs> but it's like another thing you mentioned, like identify something. Yeah. Um, like people who let things make them. People who like identify as crazy, but aren't crazy. Would like would I even find even stranger is people who like brag about um, like psychological disorders they don't have on Facebook. Like non diagnosed yeah. by a professional. Oh my god, I'm so bipolar. <laughs> it's like that's not what that is. You're not you're not that. <laughs> I got I got anxiety trying to pick a drink out of Starbucks. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I know people who have actual anxiety and bipolar disorder. Yeah. I do like, too. And it's crippling if they're not on their meds. And it's not what you're saying. What you're describing is being an asshole. What <laughs> what they go through is actual suffering. <laughs> My favorite, we were actually talking about it the other day. Um, people who, like, say Harley and Joker relationship goals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's super healthy. <laughs> super, super healthy. I want to base my relationship on a fictional character who is known to be a psychotic individual. That's exactly it. I want to wear face paint. I want to have hyenas for pets. I want to murder people for the joy of it. And uh, I want to be physically abused. All those things. 
Those are the goals that I wish for. <laughs> Basically, he forces her to kill someone on their first date. Like, imagine that. That's how you know you're a ride or die. Imagine Jay. Jay's married. Imagine, like, you and your first date with your wife. How many years do you have? Two. Oh, fucking, man. I have 15. 15? Yeah. Imagine you and your first date with your wife, and you're really into it, right? You're, like, thinking to yourself. It, like, crosses, like, fleeting notion, like, I, I, I might be fucking marrying this woman, right? We've all had that, like, fleeting notion. Um... And then you just get to a point in the night, like midway through the night, everything's going great, and she's just like, all right, here's your tap. <laughs> the streets included. It's just me, you, and that homeless guy over there. All right? I'm sure he might be a nice guy, but you know what? That trash isn't his. He's going through that can. That's a part of the city. All right? Some, like, some ridiculous notion like that. I love the justification like, like for the next of, statement. Like, she's suddenly possessive of, like, city trash kids. <laughs> Go kill him. Go kill him, Jay. And then I, I'm just, like, looking at her, and I'm like, and I, like, <laughs> and I want to marry her, you know, one day. So I'm looking at her, and I'm, like, waiting for the weapon. I'm waiting Go for, kill him, Jay. Right? <laughs> but, but the rub is... <laughs> He just handed me a knife, by the way, <laughs> for those that are listening. But I think the rub is that she says I have to do it with my bare hands. I have, you, you have to squeeze the light. You have to watch the life leave his body with your bare hands. Um, I'm at, we're actually recording at my place today. And when it, right just before saying go kill him, Jay, I stuck a knife in his hand. For anyone's wondering why we're both laughing, <laughs> I set up that whole scenario where, <laughs> and then put a knife in his head and said, go kill him. <laughs> Literally pointed to the homeless man across the street. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, those are the relationship goals that people say on a whim. Oh, that's what I want. I want that for me. It's like, it's like, like it's like, I'm crying right now, but it's like a whole nother realm of like, like high school when you get peer pressure to drink beer or take a shot and you're going to drink it anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. But you like, I but there were moments where you're just like, maybe not anymore shots, <laughs> but so you got peer pressure. You eventually do it with your boys. This is that, Yeah. but this is like the person you're seeing a future with. Telling you to go kill that homeless guy right over there. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't want you to come back until it's done. <laughs> or the, or the, I mean, the, or the realistically, <laughs> that is literally what Joker and Harley is. Uh. Yeah. So to say that's relationship goes because they're they're deemed cool, whatever like that. Yeah. I love their aesthetic. Weird. I mean, I told you about the guy who I sold the Batman statue to. Yes. The, the, <laughs> the actual Joker. <laughs> I sell a bunch of like toys and comics and really anything I can get my hands on. I've sold Barbies and Beanie Babies and Pokemon cars. Ooh, anything I can get my hands on. Um, I started selling some stuff on Facebook Marketplace and it's just weird because it's meet and greet. Um, yeah, you're literally inviting the world. <laughs> at well, that the point. pops I sold were, were pretty easy. Like these dudes would like meet me up the block from my place. It was like the easiest type. Like, sell made. He met me up at, like, the corner store I was heading to anyway. Yeah. Um, the other one met me two blocks from my jiu-jitsu school. 
um, those reasons, the dude who I sold a 150 Ron English piece to was like a 15-year-old kid that was just like, boy," And he was just like, um, like, you know these made-up words that confuse uh, actual adults like bae and anawan, <laughs> oh, stuff like that. Um, but he said them slurred and like misconfused misconstrued so I'm having this conversation with this person who speaks english sort of sort of english yeah but it's purposely, purposely not speaking english to me and i'm kind of confused by the whole ordeal <laughs> wait are you buying this or not i don't understand yeah, what you're so saying like, yeah 150 <laughs> let me get out of here i got i have to go to the dentist that's yeah. always what i say <laughs> i have a dentist appointment i gotta go that's a great that's a great out i, le- I left my cat in the stove yeah. <laughs> It was just to dry it after his bath. <laughs> I gotta Wait, go before did you the just timer. say your cat ran across your keyboard, but now it's in your stove, in your oven, at home? I have multiple cats, yeah. just for excuses. I, I also have multiple ovens. <laughs> oh my um, God, dude. But then, like, all right, I'm selling this Joker thing, and it's selling it like, at a decent price. Dude hits me up, yo, I can meet you by your place. Um, I'm a huge Joker fan. I see, like, his little default picture, like this. I can see, like, he got, like, a Joker tattoo of, like, the smiley face on his hand. But I don't think of anything of it. He shows up, like, 96 Cadillac. Like, you know, like, the town car Cadillac. Like, everyone had them, like, 25 years ago. Yep. Um, and easy to get parts. Yeah, he had it, but it was purple with green hogs over it. And green front fender, like bright green, and he had haha stickers all over it. Like, and then he gets out and he's got those circular sunglasses on, but with the green tint. He's got green hair, a Joker hat. He looks like someone you would find, like, at an AA meeting. <laughs> like, yeah, that is the final boss in an AA meeting, but he is also the first person you meet when you walk into an AA meeting, and he's like, He's, like, super friendly. He's like, hey, hey, how you doing? It's good to have you here. You know what I mean? Pride or whatever they say. Um, longevity. Like, some stuff like that. There's some stupid term. Um, and dude's got only Joker tattoos. He's like, I, I might be making this up, but I'm like, oh, so you get a lot of Joker tattoos. And I'm pretty sure he lifted his lip down and showed me. Ha, 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 underneath his lip, even. Like, it was a bit much. This guy was dedicated to the lifestyle. No, he didn't want to be judgmental because he's super nice. He was right. just also, like, extremely lame. What like, his you... like, entire identity was the Joker. Right, yeah. And it wasn't even just, like, a specific Joker. Like, I could sort of, like, totally get that. It's it like was a combination of every single Joker, like, Mark Hamill to Cesar Chavez to even Jared Leto of all Jokers. <laughs> like... I was waiting for you to tell me that he had his teeth tapped or something like that to 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 uh to pay homage to Jared Leto's Joker. So like would you, on a 1 to 10 what would you rate his cosplay is my next question. This is the worst cosplay. He's just <laughs> such a bad Joker. Like I like how his excuse was like they cut out all the good scenes. You mean so you the acting in the scenes that we saw sucked. Right. Right, you're the dude who we take seriously as an actor because you were great in billion dollar 
um, the movie with Matthew McConaughey, where he was a woman. Yep. He was great in that. He was really good in uh, Mercury for a Dream. Um, I actually really liked him in Mr. Nobody, like a German film about fatalism. I've heard about I gotta see that. I think that's in my queue. I gotta see that. Mr. It's Nobody. a long, long movie, but as a whole, it's really good because it's like the concept of fatalism, like basically the possibility that you could end up like here and there's three women in his life and it, like, the, it follows it going this way, it follows this relationship, it follows this one and all the different things you kind of encounter. It's like uh, butterfly effect, only kind of better because it's, I think personally foreign, foreign filmmakers make better movies. Um, you ever watch French movies? Uh, no, not recently. Extremely well written. German movies, extremely well made. Um, I actually even like that Russian Avengers movie. Do you remember that Guardians? I, I, I saw. Did you it. see that? I haven't seen it yet. It's on. It's, it's pretty also, good. It's also. On I my mean, tier. it's ridiculous. <laughs> like the the plot is just like plot hole after plot hole after plot hole. <laughs> but that one's on Amazon, I think. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, man. Yeah. There's like a guy, like the Hulk version of that character, turns into a giant bear. Like it's okay. Russia or your submerger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, um, very heavy Russian themes. <laughs> yeah, but not, he like does like super non bear things. Like they're getting stormed, and he j- turns into a bear, and he picks up, he rips a, a minigun off of a helicopter, and uses that, which as a bear, as a bear. Yeah. Are you ru- are you <laughs> are you ruining this movie for me right now? Don't no, ruin it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm saying, like, all right, the Hulk doesn't, like, rip off a machine gun or anything else like that. You're, like, you just turned into a gigantic bear. Why aren't you using your bear powers? Right. No, you're still using your human powers. (laughs) Running 40 miles an hour and slashing people in half, eating people butt first. That's your job as a bear. That's what you're supposed to do. Like that. (laughs) Like, like how would, he doesn't even have thumbs. How would he even manipulate? like Animorphs, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Like, that'd be an interesting movie, though, if you ask me. Um, like, if, like, like kind of like werewolves, but you turn into a bear, but in strictly bear um, capabilities. But, like, all right, you're not like an angry bear. Like, werewolves are, like, suddenly angry werewolves. No, you're just like a regular bear. So you turn into a bear in your house. And it's just like, you're not, like, angry. You're just going to wander around and, like, you're probably going to hop in the tub and not know how to turn it on. <laughs> so, so you're actually just a fucking bear? Yeah. It's like, not even, like, the intellect of a human. Like, four <laughs> hours as a bear, and then when you, like, come back into human form, you're like, shit, I turned into a bear again for four hours. I got to clean up all this, like, piss and shit. <laughs> I got I to gotta get a new couch because I just ripped it to shreds just trying to get on the couch. That's the what I mean. Just Harmless. Like, Harmless uh, bear. That's, that's like the most useless four hours. Yeah. <laughs> you get to repair like a few things, but you didn't like really, you didn't like, unlike a werewolf, you didn't like kill like a dozen people and like come back. How great is that for a premise for a movie though? Where you're just like, like it's not, it's not like a superhero genre or anything like that. Like it's like an, you turn into an animal, but you become a, like that animal in its most basic form. Like you don't have any human intellect, you're just like like you said, you're a bear in an apartment ripping it up, and then you come to, and then you have to kind of just like clean up your mess, and it's just like your life as 
as like a werebear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just kind of like. I got to talk to Adam McKay right, about this. Do I hate John Lennon? Why do you hate John Lennon? <laughs> I mean, there's just like a lot of reasons. But <laughs> there, there's a few reasons to dislike him. I can see that, yeah. I used to do John Lennon impersonations in Times Square. Because he was the cool of the Beatles. He was. But um, instead of doing, like, John Lennon's voice, I decided to use the voice from Doobie Cox. You remember they like, doing the super goofy voice? Yeah, where it's just, like, and over like, the top. Ooh, like, isn't that such a coincidence? <laughs> like, they're doing, like, a parody of, like, English voices. So like, you're doing a parody yeah. of the Doobie Cox parody of them doing the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> The only rules of this job were like, don't curse and do an English accent. Yeah. All right, so I have my choice of English accents. <laughs> I'm going to choose the goofy-ass one from Dewey Cox. <laughs> but anyway, I hate John Lennon because I forget the song. Um, You know, like, All the Lonely People, that song. Oh, no, that's Helena Rigby. There's a song. I forget the name of it. But it's basically a back and forth between John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. And Paul McCartney is just doing day-in-the-life stuff. Like, he wakes up, puts a hat on his head, brushes his teeth, and goes to take the bus to work. Mm-hmm. That it could actually feel. Like, that's what, like, everyone's been through. That's, like, the, day in the I life. might even be making up this song altogether. <laughs> no, no we ha- our, uh, our executive producer just told us that it's called A Day in the Life. <laughs> You're getting executive producer credits, by the way, Jen. She's in on this regardless of whether she knows it or not. Um, but, yeah, he's talking about, like, an actual relatable situation waking up and going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, John Lennon's fucking depressing ass is talking about, like, fucking plastic bags collecting in the sea and how there's a possibility of a super volcano that could wipe out an entire country. And it's in Yellowstone. Yeah, it's like people who think too much. So that's why I hate John Lennon because he ruined that song, <laughs> amongst like a bunch of other songs. Uh, yeah. Also, but what I do like is he released debatably the first dish track. Think about that. As my guitar gently weeps was a dish track on Paul McCartney. Wasn't that George that wrote that? Who wrote that song? Was it George that wrote it? You knew, you never heard the song. No, I've heard the song. I've seen uh, the reason I know the song. It was on a Stupid Imagine album. The Stupid Imagine album had like 11 tracks. As My Guitar Gently Weeps is actually a pretty decent song with the melody in the background. What I think is funny, though, is I think George Harrison played guitar on it, which kind of makes him a part of the diss track, even though George Harrison had a good relationship with Paul McCartney. Yeah. Might have been Eric Clapton, though. No, it's the it's a Beatles song. I thought it was a I thought it was a George Harrison song, but it's it's a it's a Beatles song. And the only reason I know about it is because of the solo that Prince played at the it was like a memorial or something. It's like a, it's a huge YouTube. Clip. Yeah. He, he he the song's about how do you sleep at night, and he's basically saying like he stole the band that was his, um, which makes John Lennon super patty because. Look at fucking George Harrison, also in the group. Fucking Clapton stole his wife, and they remained best friends. <laughs> a lot of people out there that are not big fans of Eric Clapton either. 
probably for that reason alone. <laughs> Crafton and Harrison, Crafton and Harrison lived down the same cul-de-sac together, and basically they stole each other's wives. It was like very Fleetwood Mackey. And everybody just shitting where they eat. Yeah, no, it was like the, nothing even happened. Fleetwood Mac, on the other hand, made the Rumors album, which Are you, was amazing. Yeah, like one of like the best albums ever created. One of my favorite albums ever. Um, probably also hits. Elevator's favorite albums ever. It's always on in a fucking elevator. <laughs> it was always on in the supermarket when I was growing up. You would always hear it. When the supermarkets were allowed to have music. Yeah, it's just background noise, but it was like a really good album. What I think is impressive, naming it Rumors. It wasn't all the crazy press like there is now, but literally, they cheated on each other with each other, like the whole band, and they got pissed, and everyone's still trying to fucking figure out what happened. And just naming it rumors is kind of brilliant because then it answers your question without actually asking the question. Right. They they were very self-aware as a band. They were very self-aware as a band. I just realized oh, I'm not totally. talking But I mean, like, Taylor Swift will name a fucking album the guy that she just broke up with. I mean, she'll... <laughs> <laughs> and his shoe size was 12, and he... And he didn't like the way I made pancakes. Like, a lot of personal information from Taylor Swift as opposed oh, to, like, being nuanced. Sure. Well, actually, see, that's what Taylor Swift needs to start doing is name the album, not rumors, but literally name it the list of the guys that the song is about. It'll just save everyone a fucking shitload of time because we're not trying to, like, decipher these songs like, oh, it's definitely Justin Timberlake. No, Justin Timberlake's married. What's the timeline here? We can't figure this shit out. <laughs> Is it still start, about the werewolf from start, Twilight? You start Googling. Did they even date? Who the hell are these people? It's John Kennedy's like grandson was involved in something. I'm not even making that up. Was, she dated. I mean, she's dated a lot of people. She apparently dated a Kennedy. A Kennedy? Like an extended Kennedy. Like his great, 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 great grandson or something like that. I don't even know how old he is. Not anymore? She definitely dated a Kennedy. Did she date John Mayer too? All right. There is a high possibility that I'm making up most of the information. I don't think you are. (laughs) Tom Hiddleston. Yes, that I remember. Because I was like, oh, my God, they look alike. They're both lanky and pale. They belong together. She (laughs) definitely dated a candidate. Because he was a candidate. Possibly. Possibly. She's a... I like that. I mean, you're Taylor Swift. She's got got quite the roster. She's got quite the roster. She's, I guess. I don't know. I don't really, someone's last name doesn't really impress me. It's, no, not me. I mean, there there is a presumption if you do have, like, a, a Kennedy as a last name. You know what? I also hated all the Kennedys. <laughs> so, while, while we're know, on the I like, topic. I like Bobby. I like Bobby. The rest of them, eh. Um, the movie with Barry. Barry. Is that the name of the movie? Barry. The sniper from um, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. What's his first name? That is his first name, Barry. I think He doesn't have one. <laughs> it's just Barry. Yeah. He, was, he was the guy that was in Maris, right? He, he, he played, played Roger Bobby. Maris. He played Roger Maris, too, right? He played Bobby, and he played, I think it was, 
Jackie Onassis was um, Tom Cruise's wife, I think. Oh, Rolling Deals is still happening. Barry Pepper is the guy's name. Barry Pepper. The guy from Saving Private Ryan. He uh he played a Ken he played your favorite Kennedy in a movie. Oh, his name's Barry Pepper. Yep. He needs to be he in looks more like things. Barry Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> um what is this his Hollywood name? He was really cool in um Saving Private Ryan. He's Canadian. Oh, so. Hold on one sec. We're going to find this out. What was the other thing you wanted to talk about? <laughs> the Brazilian racist? I, I, well, we never finished that. I want to say uh, the long story short of it is that uh, they're always going to be more partial to Brazilians. Even if the Brazilian that they're uh. defending doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'm from the realm. I don't really care either which way. Um, Greg Kinnear. Wait, JFK. Um, Katie Holmes. I'm from the realm of like what I'm actually like. It's sort of like the same thing with politics. I uh, I don't really care until it actually affects me and is at my front door, which is actually like, from what I'm told, is becoming like an actual possibility because I didn't get vaccinated. They're gonna like hunt me down, start knock on my door. With a bunch of needles ready to stick them in my arm. Is that where is that like, is that yeah, think the needles make go? Sure I have a, then they're gonna make sure I have some form of ID, because I didn't like mention that while like skyping or something like that, and they collected that information from someone like that. But yeah, they're gonna knock on my door and just be like, uh, "I'm gonna call cops on you because I'm not even expecting anyone at 7 a.m." <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up another episode of the DPAP podcast. Uh, we just want to thank you for listening and to be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell your friends about us. Uh, you can follow us at the DPAP podcast on Instagram. You can follow myself, Jay, at OK on Instagram. Danny is Danny Patrick, DJJ, and of course, Tony, the incomparable Tony, uh, at Jits underscore bitch on Instagram as well. 